Good morning. It's a real pleasure to me to be with you this morning. Could you imagine I was here 40 years ago? Uh, I was pastor in training and I was supported by uh, the fellowship ministry French Born and uh, today I am here to speak with you and how is a blessing for me. This morning is a love test. You know what? Why? Because uh, you will heard a very bad English. And uh, you will hear the uh, grammar, grammar error. And if you can pass over this limit language, you will be blessed. For understanding why uh, my English is so poor, uh, for me, it's like a real curse. Because uh, I have to use my English very often, and you know when you would like to share something, very specific things, and you don't have the good English, it's not easy to share your mind or your heart. But to understand why my English is very bad, you have to understand where I come from. Uh, first of all, uh, my English is very bad because I don't have the the gift of tongues, okay? And you have today to have the gift of translating. And but um, if you look at the slide, you will see uh, my background. Uh, I was uh, I was a very uh, when I was young, very politically uh, sensitive. I remember in uh, when I was uh, 12 years old. I come to the, at the school with a sign, you know, the Quebec for Quebecers. At, the 14, at, at 13, uh, with the 70 election, I uh, shared door by door some uh, fly for the Parti Québécois. And uh, in the 1976, that's the one of the picture the one on your left, uh, I was uh, involved with the, 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 the election and uh, uh, I was uh, very concerned with the language situation in, Montreal, in Quebec. But I don't know why I was like that, but I was uh, really, really sensitive to change the world. Um, some of my hero was uh, Che Guevara or Fidel Castro, Mao Zedong. All of them was uh, a, a real uh, uh, example to follow. And uh, and I was my dream was to uh, die like a revolutionary. And uh, that was in my blood. I ate uh, uh, ate English people. And, and English people ate me. And, uh, but until I start to read the Bible, and uh, the, one, the first book I, I read was books of uh, Solomon Ecclesiastical. And he said in the, in the books, he said, um, Vanity of vanities, said the preacher, 
vanity of vanity, all is vanity. And in, in his books, I was so impressed by the way how he considered the world. He said, the problem is not a political problem. The problem is not the government. Government after government are the same government. After the election of the Parti Québécois in the 1976, finally it was like the previous party. I, what I understood in my uh, conversion is the problem is not political, it's not a language problem, it's a heart problem. And it starts with my own heart. And if you want to change the world, you have to change the heart. Because the things will going on like ecclesiastical said. And finally, I became a Christian. Finally, Jesus became my Savior, my Lord. He changed my heart, and I start to love English people. <laughs> and I am here today. And you understand why my English is so bad? Because the time was, was to learn English, I was so rebelled, so angry, so in my jail. I didn't learn. But today, with my bad English, I love to talking about my God, my Savior, and I'm so glad to be with you today. God was... <laughs> yeah, I remember I shared this thing with an English church in Montreal two years ago. And after my preaching, my, it was two services, two services in English, uh, after I was dead, you know. And uh, after the service, the people clapped like that. It was my first experience, you know, <laughs> after preaching. And with bad English, could you imagine? Uh, it's a real experience. But, but I was, I became a pastor three, three, uh, five years after my conversion. Uh, on the next slide, you will see my beloved uh, wife. And the church just on the screen was, I was there for 35 years. And, you know, it was my uh, ministry to share the gospel to change, world, uh, change heart after heart. It's a wonderful ministry. I came out my jail and I preached the gospel and other people get out of their jail. It's a wonderful ministry. And I was so glad. Uh, the church was young, I was young, and we, we at this time in the 90. 87, 85. It was a, a blessing time in Quebec. It was so easy to share the gospel. It was, I remember a baptism service. We were 22. It was like, you know, you, you share your faith with somebody and he was open and you invite him at the church, and he came, and oh, it's, it was so fantastic. That's what this time. At this time, the church was uh, around 200 people, and I was a first generation. And I never, 
because the, the, the growing was so fast and because uh, we didn't have a lot of money, I didn't have the time to go to the seminary and come back and that's why I'm studying at the same time I pastoring the church. But God was so gracious, you know, I shared to the lady uh, just before I said I bring my little bread and my fish and God uh, multiply uh, uh, his work. And uh, that was a fantastic time. Not easy because most of them was uh, the first generation of Christian. It was like a church of baby. And it's not easy. You know, when you don't have a lot of a, a person with experience, with wisdom, it was not easy. But God was gracious with me. And uh, I, I passed through very some hard time. But... Uh, Continuously, uh, I, I was faithful and the church became larger and larger and larger. Uh, for 35 years, I was at the same time. We became a large church in Quebec. I trained eight uh, pastors and we collaborate for seven planting church. It was, and Noel with me, uh, Noel uh, was one of um, on the staff. He was a pastor evangelist. And because there's a lot of money, a lot of, lot of uh, many people came to the church and we have to take care of them. And it was a fantastic time. A lot of time when I spoke uh, with the situation in Quebec for uh, outside the Quebec, not a lot of people don't know exactly what has happened there. The Quebec uh, considered itself like a society, distinct society. They are very proud to be a distinct society, but uh, they are not distinct society with the language, but it's a distinct society with the culture, culture and with morality. A lot of uh, the Quebec has a bad morality more than across Canada. They are so proud to be like that. Uh, in the United States, the percentage of a Christian is around 20%. In across Canada, it's around 11%. And in Quebec, it's 0.8% uh, of the Christian. And could you imagine? Uh, the influence of the world on the church, on the kids, at the school, the influence is so great, not great, so big that it's not easy to resist to this influence. Uh, if you look at the next slide, uh, oh, that's Noel, that's my friend. Okay, next slide. Uh, the Quebec. Uh, the portrait of the Quebec. Quebec has the lowest number of evangelical Christians in all North America. It is not a joke, it's a real situation. Could you imagine 0 0.8? Uh, it means uh, when you, you present to your faith to somebody and you said you are evangelical, the people ask, what is an evangelical? Because they don't know. What is an evangelical? They don't met 
For the background, we were Catholic, very across Quebec. If you visit the Quebec uh, province, you will see a church every corner, but a church, a Catholic church, not an evangelical church. That's the situation uh, in Quebec. The Quebec is a real missionary field. Uh, most of the time when you're thinking about the mission field, like next week you have an Afri um, Africa missionary. When you're thinking about mission field, you're thinking about uh, Africa, uh, South America. But could you imagine you have just a real mission field across to you? That's the Quebec. You don't need to take the plane to, <laughs> to go in Africa to help them. Just take your car, drove and uh, drive, and uh, come in Quebec, and it's so easy. That's the mission field, a real mission field. But in Quebec, we don't have a, a lot of church. Next slide, you will see. Uh, we have presently in the fellowship churches, we have 79 uh, churches. Uh, 25 churches are without pastor and eight looking for a full-time pastor. The difference between the 25 and the eight is because the most of the church, churches without pastor don't have, they are not uh, large enough to uh, hire a pastor. They don't have the money to uh, hire a pastor. That's why a lot of them are working without pastor, and we try to uh, establish uh, uh, elder to take care of the church. I, uh, you know very well, sure, this passage in Acts uh, chapter 1, verse 8. He said, oh, uh, no, and other things about uh, the, the next slide. You will see uh, presently 50 of our pastor, uh, pastors will be retired by 2024. And the biggest problem is uh, we don't have enough pastor for pre presently the church without pastor. And but the, the, the next few years, a lot of these present pastor will be retired and we don't have the la relève. Hmm. Uh, the young fellow to take the place of the pastor. And uh, that's why uh, we, uh, if you have a call for the Quebec, <laughs> please tell me, uh, because we're looking so, so hard to find a, a pastor, and it's why we are so grateful for a, a missionary organization across the world. Presently, we receive love of missionary from Brasilia. That's a wonderful blessing for us. And uh, since a couple of years, the English churches in uh, Ontario send uh, some uh, uh, missionary to work with us in Quebec. And without this help outside of the Quebec, we will be very in trouble. Thank you for your help and for your prayers. In Acts chapter 1, verse 8, Jesus said to his disciple, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witness to me in Jerusalem and 
in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. It's the commandment, the great commission, like we call it. And that's the real concern for Jesus, for the situation in the world. Be his witness. And in the context, it's very important because at the beginning of this verse, it starts with, uh, uh, with uh, 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 I don't know what you call that in grammar, it's, it said, but, but be the witness. And because the, the, the disciple was concerned what Jesus said at verse 7, he said, I, I will come back when the Father will decide. And the, the disciple was interesting by the when. But Jesus said, it's not your business. The when is not your business. What is your business is to be witness. And Jesus said, how we can be the witness? He said, we, we have to be witness in three kinds of area. He said, Jerusalem is our area, and uh, Judea and Samaria, and a little bit farther, and finally, until the end of the world. But... Uh, I would like to present to you this morning uh, to, uh, to see the situation of the Quebec of to be your Samaria. We are not very from, far from you, and we need your help. And to understand how you can be held, we will, we will uh, study the passage, passage of Acts chapter, chapter 16, 1 to 10, the one we have previously read. In this uh, passage, uh, on the next screen, I call it, um, on the next screen, next screen, <laughs> oh, three ways why we need this financial support. First of all, because, you know, as somebody, uh, asked me why we have to support the Quebec. Three reasons. First one, religious background. When uh, we are talking about money in the church in Quebec, it's not easy. Because uh, usually uh, the people was come from a Catholic background. What they understand is to put the screening in the, in the in the offering to support the church. That's the mind of uh, the Quebecois. It's not a generous people. Yet they have to be, to learn how to be a generous people. And uh, that uh, was an influence. You have to teach them what is the, uh, God's will. Secondly, it's uh, half of our budget depend on one donor. That's the reality. We have a, a generous donor from Ontario, and he gave a, a lot of money to support the Quebec because his family was very sensitive for the Quebec. His family uh, sent three, three workers, three missionaries for the Quebec, and uh, this other member of the family support generously uh, the Quebec, and we're so grateful for them. But we don't know 
when you depend on one donor, you don't know what, what will be the future. And the third reason, and we still depend on the financial help, we are um, dependent. And uh, when uh, people ask me why we are still dependent, I feel often like a shame. You know, because we would like to be autonomous. But presently, because we are few, uh, it's not possible to be independent, not independent, but autonomous. And that's why we have to be supported by uh, our brother and sister from Ontario and across Canada. On the next slide, uh, we will study the Macedonian call. In chapter 16, I hope you have your Bible with you. What we learn, you said you, you study, you have, you studied um, Acts? Yeah. When did you finish? After? Oh, you are through it yeah. presently. Oh, good. You will, could be passed over <laughs> Acts chapter 16. And in Acts chapter 16, we learn how to, uh, to do the ministry. Uh, you learn, we can learn how Paul, Apostle Paul, do it the ministry, particularly in Acts chapter 16. Acts chapter 16, it's in the context, is the beginning of the second missional trip of Paul. You remember in the first, after Acts chapter 2, you will not remember, but you will study at the beginning of, at, at uh, Acts chapter 13, it's uh, the Spirit sent Paul and Barnabas to, to be a missionary in this world. And uh, in chapter 16 is the beginning of the second trip. Uh, in uh, chapter 15, Paul said to Barnabas, he said, let us return now and visit the brethren, the brethren in every city wherein we proclaim the word of God, the Lord and see how they fare. Chapter 16, it's... Uh, that's the beginning of the trip. And uh, the desire of Paul is to be sure the, the churches was uh, healthy, the churches was uh, doing the will of God, and he started to uh, derb, uh, derby and uh, Lystia. What he's doing in the first five verses is a, in a good example how he was concerned for the situation of the church. Uh, particularly at the beginning, you can see some a good example. First of all, is concerned for training. He's training a guy whose name Timothy to be with him, and is kind. That was an example for me. Like I said, I trained eight pastors through my ministry. Eight young fellows. Eight different guys. 
I remember one of them was why I choose him. It's because he was uh, willing to going to do ministry in a far, far area. He, 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 he started a church in Gaspé. Don't know who, if you know the Quebec geography situation. Gaspé, it's a small village, city, in Gaspésie, very far, 11 hours from Montreal. But it's a beautiful place, good salmon river for fly fisher like me. And, uh, but he started a church there. And I trained this guy, and, uh, and I visit this church Often I went there with the youth ministry. The youth group came with me, trip, a wonderful trip, you know, 11 hour, with, and share the gospel with the people there. It was, and the church is still there today. And like the example is not my invention, it's the Paul example. He was concerned, he take care, he took with him a good guy, Timothy, and he brings Timothy with him. It's not like he sent him to the seminary. No, no. He brings with him, and he was with him. Timothy was with him. He, he can see the life of Paul. He can see how he fight, how he uh, fall, and how he... he uh, oh, boy, I don't remember, but... Uh, I mean... And, but it was a close relationship, and that was the same thing with the, the, the fellow who I trained. I bring them with me. We have a, we done a lot of trip, passed a lot of time together, and to share uh, my experience with them, exactly like what Paul said, uh, done with uh, Timothy. And uh, the... The, like presently, we're working so hard to train young fellow to take the place of the guy like me because I'm getting older and uh, we have to uh, take care of our uh, future. But if you see at verse 5, there's an interesting uh, comment. He said, so to the churches were strengthened in the faith and the increase in number daily. We learn how Paul was concerned with three things, training leader, evangelism, and uh, how do you say that? <laughs> Edify, uh, thank you, oh, you're a real blessing, Edify. Three things. Yeah, oh, and sorry is in French. When I prefer my PowerPoint, I, I wrote it in French. I said, I wasn't in, in my bull. I don't know. <laughs> sorry. Edification, training leaders, evangelism. A well balanced ministry. I don't know how, how you're doing ministry here, but it's a really good example. And other things. What I appreciate your church is that because there's a lot of uh, young fellow. That's wonderful. I said to Steve, uh, praise God for that because uh, Steve tells to Noel, 
you, do, you don't have teenagers, but you will have. <laughs> because you have a lot of young fellows and they will grow. And, and I remember when uh, I was alone, a church of 300 people, but I was so concerned to have a, a good youth, youth uh, ministry, I, I take care of myself. And uh, I remember sometimes we were 100 young fellow at, at the church and I take care of them because I, I have five kids and my three oldest one was teenager and I was said oh, we will have a good teen, uh, youth ministry and, uh, and is with them I bring them to the planting uh, project I bring, I bring them in all crazy project because I said Somebody thinks the Christian life is dull. You say that? In dull, do you understand dull? Yeah? It's not true. Christian life, it's a wonderful life. It's a, but it's a good thing. It's not bad things. It's just good thing. And, uh, and I share that with them. And I remember uh, I married all of them. I remember one summer, nine weddings service, you know, but it, it was my best, it was my best investment in the church. Today, a lot of them are still there with kids, and I praise God for God. But uh, well balanced. In this first part, we see what God has done with Paul in this ministry, mission ministry. But in the second, in the second uh, next line, the works that God doesn't want to do, verse 6 to 8. And this verse, verses, you, we can uh, see twice time Paul trying to go in somewhere and God Stop his desire. Block. No, I, we don't know how, but Paul uh, understand the spirit don't want him to go there. And is it another uh, good example for ministry? Because sometimes God decides is no. Same thing for your our life. Sometimes God said no. But it was a good desire, you know. He would like to go there for share gospel. And God said, no, that's not my plan. It change his mind. He don't change, God don't change his mind. But he changed the mind of Paul to another direction. Another direction. And for a better things. Paul's, Paul's desire was to visit his churches who it was a plan before in the first trip. But now God wants him to go in another region without gospel to plan other church. That was the desire of God for a better, better plan. It's a really good example for our life. Sometimes God said no. Sometimes, and I remember... Uh, Particularly presently, God said no for me for some 
some things. I don't understand because if I said in the 70s and the 80s the situation of the Quebec was so fantastic, presently the situation of Quebec is very bad. The church uh, decrease, older. It's is so hard to share the gospel with the people. No interesting for the gospel. No interesting for for uh, spiritual things. And I, and could you imagine? I have the desire to change the world, and nothing change. I have. I cry very often because I don't know why, how it could be your, your plan, your, your will for the Quebec. I think it's not only the Quebec is the kind of situation like that. I think it's a, uh, 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 Occidental. Occidental. No, not the uh, Occidental uh, country. Do you say that? No? Sorry. Sorry? Western yeah. Western country. Yeah. It's, not, it's like that in, in Ontario. The, 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 the spiritual thing is getting down. Uh, the last uh, survey, a statistic from Canada Statistic. Uh, he said, they said in the last 10 years, the Baptist churches decreased 30 percent. <laughs> How it could be the will of God? I don't know. Maybe sometimes I think it's like a, a, it's like a, a curse for the Quebec, uh, for the Quebec and the Canada. It's like you would like you. you you think you are so intelligent because you have scientific. You, are, you think you are so proud because you have a lot of money. Without God, okay, I let you. I abandon you. Wake up. Realize without me, the life is a nonsense. Maybe it's something like that. I don't know. But in this situation for Paul... God says no, but for a better things, because He opened a new, a new country for uh, open for the gospel. And finally, how God's open uh, uh, show His uh, will. He He give a vision during a night. He, a guy came from in, in his, his vision like Peter. And this vision, he said, Paul, come and, and help us. And when I visit my brother and my sister in Ontario, that's my, my desire to invite you to consider us like your Samaria, a responsibility. Uh, yes, we would like to be autonomous, but presently it's not possible. We need your help. And that's why I am so, uh, I appreciate your invitation to, to be a part of your missionary because 
frankly, we need your help. And, uh, and pray for me because, it, it, like I said, I have uh, this desire to share my faith and it, because it's not easy, I feel so frustration. And presently, I am a director of the Quebec area, and I. And when I visit a lot of church, I see the church. The church is getting older, decreasing, and I said, "Wow, God, God, I'm so sad, so sad." That's why we start a prayer movement. We call this prayer 24/7. Presently, we have 300 people praying every week for the Quebec. And the principle is, is simple. Each hour of each day of each uh, week, there's somebody praying for the Quebec. Because we understand we can't change the situation without the God Spirit. And uh, I know presently, this uh, prayer movement is in English, and we we invite our brother and sister English people to be a part this, of this uh, movement because uh, the Canada needs to be visited by the Spirit. Come and help us. Let's pray. My Lord, you know how I am presently so frustrated by language, frustrated by the situation of the Quebec. I remember 40 years ago, when you visit me, I understood the most wonderful message, the gospel. Message of love from God. And I, I am so grateful. Thank you for, thank you for your gospel. Thank you because you chose me. I, I didn't, I didn't uh, looking for you. You looking for me. And uh, you opened my eyes, my heart, and you changed my life. And uh, I have the same desire for the Quebec. I have the same desire for the men and women in this world. We are so lost. You understand who is the life, and the life is in, with me. And I pray, visit the Canada. Visit our country. Visit because that's the that's the hope that's alive in this crazy world. Thank you for this uh, opportunity today to uh, share with my brother and my sisters today. Thank you for their support and their prayer in Jesus' name. Amen.